Before we get started, After the Monuments is proud to receive support from VCU Massey Cancer Center. Massey Cancer Center wants you to imagine a future without cancer. All it takes is one, a revolutionary idea, a promising clinical trial, or a new breakthrough. See how Massey is developing new approaches to prevent and treat cancer for every person in every community. Learn more about this future for everyone at MasseyCancerCenter.org. I'm Kelly Lemon. And I'm Michael Paul Williams. And welcome to the After the Monuments podcast, where we look at events and news about race in a historical context and see how, too often, history repeats itself. Welcome back to After the Monuments, real talk about race. Michael Paul Williams, Kelly Lemon, um, and because Michael Paul and I haven't been together in a while, um, we're kind of giving you some breaking news, but don't you worry, we're going to have guests come back um, soon and very soon. Um, You know, Michael Paul, let's get into a little bit about um, citizens, vigilantes, and the increase need for Americans to take matters into their own hands, Um, whether that is a young black child at the wrong house, whether that's a group of young people that needed to make a U-turn in a a backwoods, so to say, um, driveway, and or what you have written about um, a New York um, subway incident where a mentally, um, um, you know, challenged person was having a little bit of an episode and someone decided to take things in their own hands. Jordan Neely is who I'm talking about, but Michael Paul, it is these threats versus the actions that are happening from these perceived threats. Yes. And it's a lot to unpack. Um, Jordan Neely, 30-year-old black man, Um, riding a subway in New York City. Um, By all accounts, um, Neely um, had horrible mental illness issues um, stemming um, in part, if not mostly, um, from the murder of his mom by her boyfriend um, who um, killed her and deposited her in, in a suitcase. Um, nearly testified at the trial of, mm. of the boyfriend, but it just he um, began a descent into mental illness. It doesn't, you know, there. I don't. I don't know mental illness as an expert. Um, I don't know if you know. I can't really fully explain the triggers of it, mm-hmm. um, but it happens, and sometimes it, it there's an onset of it. Um, he was at one time um, a young man who was. A Michael Jackson impersonator would um, be doing his um, dressed up and, and dancing in the subway platforms and, and, and known in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of descended into mental illness and <clears throat> um, I think up to 40 arrests, mostly for fairly minor stuff, loitering, trespassing, um, getting on the subway without pay. Um, more serious stuff, he uh, um, reportedly assaulted a 67-year-old woman, punched her in the face. Mm. Um, on this moment in question, he boards a train, and he's behaving erratically mm-hmm. and belligerently. Mm. He um, tells the passengers he's hungry, he's thirsty, he's not going to take no for an answer. 
and that he's ready to die. Mm. Apparently ready to go to prison, ready to die. Mm. Um, he's acting out. Um, Daniel Penny, a, a former Marine, apparently approaches him from behind and puts him in a chokehold to um, ostensibly to restrain him. Um, at least one other passenger um, grabs his arms, hands to restrain him. The chokehold persists for minutes. Um, the train stops at one point, the doors open, the chokehold persists. And at some point, um, um, nearly stops struggling and um, goes limp. Mm. And um, police come on the scene, can't resuscitate him. He's pronounced dead. Um, in the aftermath, people have called it a failure of um, the mental health system. Other people have said it's the failure of law enforcement and, and criminal justice. Why was this man on the street? Um, and I call it a failure of humanity. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, you have a person who says they're hungry and thirsty. I'm not, still not sure if anyone offered him food or yeah. drink. Because it had been or, a simple. Or money to do either. Yeah. <laughs> um, or they just were so found him so menacing that they were afraid to approach him. Mm -hmm. um, there's always the fear that someone has a we weapon, yeah. although he threw his coat down at one point, I read, which seems like you would be able to see at some point. Mm -hmm. um, just as in our situation here in Richmond with Marcus David D Peters, yeah. where he was um, without clothing, without any clothing on the interstate, so yeah. it's obvious he doesn't have a weapon, but yeah. um, he was killed by a police officer. Um, Avo Otenio, yeah, here in, in um, the Richmond area um, at Central State Hospital down in Dinwiddie, um, died being restrained in a fashion reminiscent of George Floyd, um, mm. which um, I think up to a lot of people, nine, I can't even remember, maybe more than that, mm -hmm. trying to restrain him, mm -hmm. deputies, hospital personnel. But what I don't understand is how, you know, the perceived threat um, becomes a situation where we decide that lethal force yes. is the answer, whether it's a police officer or a civilian. Mm -hmm. And we see, this, we see this too often in my, in my estimation. Mm -hmm. um, why couldn't um, Neely have been restrained if mm -hmm. you viewed him as that much of a threat without killing him? Yeah. I mean, if you are trained as a Marine to do a chokehold, you know that it's a matter of seconds before the person's out. And if you do it for minutes, you're going to kill someone. You should know that. I would think you're instructed of that. Um, it's common sense. Mm -hmm. um, why couldn't he have been taken off the train at one of those stops? Um, the door's open. Yeah. Throw I mean, them all. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, like, I mean, just, and then... It, it just seems like um, we view the lives of the mentally ill as having so little value mm. that we almost don't treat them as human. Yeah. Um, and in the aftermath, um, I'm struck um, as I read the comments in the New York Times um, following a column I read over the weekend or, or earlier this week. And... Um, about how many people are like, yeah, you know, he should have died. Yes, <laughs> you know, or you know, they they're they're certainly not um, 
they feel no remorse or they feel no, uh, they feel like it was handled. You know, the police didn't handle it and it was, this was handled. And this is a problem on the trains. And we're tired of being, um, um, having to deal with this on trains, which to me is, is, is metaphorical yeah. with how we treat the unhoused, the mentally ill, yeah. um, you know, sometimes just random black, black folks <laughs> yeah, yeah. who are in the wrong place. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, you know, we don't want to see you here. We don't want to deal with you. You make me feel uncomfortable. You make me feel afraid right now. I am threatened by yeah. your presence, yeah. just by the color of yeah. your skin. Yeah, Trayvon Martin. Yeah, you know, a teenager walking through a, a white neighborhood, uh, confronted by a self-appointed vigilante and killed. And who a, a vigilante? I might note who got no punishment for that because of stand your ground laws, mm -hmm. and and that's a pernicious um, aspect of of criminal justice that needs to be done away with, this whole idea of stand your ground. It's out of control. Yeah. It's giving people license to murder. Um, yeah, when does my discomfort um, give me an excuse to kill someone? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To take and your where life. Where do we draw the line? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't think there are any winners in this, but it's, it's just the – I mean, Dan, um, Daniel Penny, last I heard, had a couple of million – sent to him in a legal defense fund. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of support. We don't know all the facts, but there's just a lot of support on the ground. And we've seen this before. We saw it with the young man, um, what, Jordan, um, Ridden, Ridden? Yes. The, mm -hmm. the, yeah. the, the young man in Wisconsin. That killed, yeah. Who, who inserted himself into a situation he had yeah. no business in. Yes. Um, with a gun. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Felt, felt discomfort at the turn at the, of the situation. At the protest. Yeah. At a protest. At a protest. Right? Yeah. And, and ended up killing. It, it's just, we are far too lenient mm -hmm. in, in excusing away um, deadly force that should never happen, mm -hmm. whether by law enforcement or by individuals. And I want to, you know, I, I, I don't know how to bring this in. As you said, you're no, we're no experts in the levels of mental health. And um, however, when it comes to military, and it seems like a lot of these vigilantes have a military background. Um, and and you know, how do you get into, they need help well, with their mental health. Well, but that's, and that's, and that's. <laughs> And that's another issue. There's been a lot written about Jordan Neely. I still don't know enough about Daniel Penny. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, when I saw that he was a Marine, the first thing I thought was, well, how does that inform this situation? Did yeah. he have any, any duty abroad that might have left him traumatized? That's, that, yeah, that part. You know, these are very pertinent questions to me that I, to this point I've not seen answered. Mm -mm. And, if um, you, and if you get the stories told, the veterans do not – I mean that that assistance yeah. and that um, you know care is not there yeah. for them. So yeah, PTSD is real. Yes, yes. And, um, and so you know, how does that factor in? Yeah. Um, we um, and this this segues into another thing that's been in the news. Mm -hmm. um, we had a um, a sitting senator, U.S. senator. 
in, in Alabama, mm-hmm. Tommy Tuberville, okay. who used to be a football, college football coach, coached a lot of young black men who must be scratching their heads right now about how did I ever play for this dude. Mm. Um, the Biden administration is trying to root out, trying to screen white nationalists okay. from the ranks in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, with good reason, because we now know that um, some of the white nationalists who participated in the insurrection on January 6, 2021, yeah. were trained in the military. Yeah. So they, they know that there is a strain there. It's no, by no means a majority, or it may not even be huge or large, or, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And they don't want it to get larger because it's dangerous. It's yeah. dangerous to the health of democracy. Mm-hmm. If you've got a, um, a strain in the military whose loyalties lie with a race— and not the oath they are sworn to take to the Constitution, that's a problem. It's yeah. disqualifying. Mm. But um, Tuberville said, um, you know, he, he, he objected to that. And somebody said, well, you know, are you four white nationalists being in the military? And he said, I call them Americans. Well, okay. <laughs> this, this, is, this is where we are. Yeah. You know, so, you know. There are issues yes. um, that we have to deal with. Yeah. Um, I need to know more about Daniel Penny and his background because I think it's relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan, Neely's, Jordan Neely is dead. Yes. You know, this is a, an awful habit we have in America. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when Travion Martin died, everybody was all up in his background. He mm-hmm. tried to make him, I mean, there were pictures of a rapper that they ran trying to say this was Trayvon and yeah. Travion and and, and Trayvon and, and that he, you know, the pictures of him look too innocent and too young mm-hmm. and, and, and that he, you know, did drugs. He did this and he did that. And they just, they tried to demonize him yeah. and, that's, and it slimed the victim. And I, we didn't learn nearly enough about Zimmerman. Yeah, very true. And, and, and it, it repeats. It's, we need to know more about <laughs> the yeah. person who is charge and why are they so protected you know like why why do we feel like we don't need you know like why hasn't somebody did an investigative report on him um and and dig deeper as you would the person that is dead because some people are viewed as disposable yeah um that young black man you know who went to buy some skittles in a drink somehow became disposable yeah um um the man who went out for a job Jog in mm-hmm. Georgia mm-hmm. Um, was viewed yeah. as disposable. Yeah. So when the vigilantes hunted him down like an animal and shot him, there was initially no investigation. Yeah. Um, the unhoused, um, unhinged mm-hmm. black man on the train, he's disposable too yeah. in, in, in the eyes of, 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 of our society when we're honest. And so, you know, he becomes the story. But, you know, even when it's an open question as to how, why this happened, should it have happened, and whether a law was broken. Yeah. And finally, we get a manslaughter charge. But, it, you know, it will be interesting to see how this resolves itself. And it's sad to know that, you know, even down at an at a, uh, a, a early childhood education, you know, that mental health, you know, you, you, 
still don't know how to deal with it. Um, and as you were trying to properly discipline a child, um, you know, it first thing is suspension and saying, no, you might need to go to the guidance counselor. Something else is happening here. I read a story <clears throat> recently out in Colorado, a little town in Colorado. Um, historically Republican town mm -hmm. was taken over by some, I would call them extremists, right wing extremists. Mm -hmm who um, the story just is quoting a bunch of Republicans in the town saying, these folks are, are, are off the rail. They're off the chain. They, they, they're, they're too extra. Mm. Um, and one of the things they did was refuse a grant um, that would have facilitated mental health care yeah. um, for students. In this, this is a school board. Um, would have eliminated guidance counselors. I mean, they're just, they don't, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's all about the book bans and 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 stopping your children from learning about racism, and you don't care if they learn anything, and you don't care if they they're they're mentally healthy. Yeah, you don't care if they were they're receiving guidance. It's insane. Yeah, and this younger generation is very much so aware that something else is going on, and that the cycle needs to be broken. So I'm very interested to see how these conversations move well, forward, and and also, like you said, the definition of you know, extreme mental health versus, you know, like, <laughs> like how do you define the lows and the, and the yeah. highs of it? And, and you bring up, we're, we're, talk, we're after the monuments. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're talking about George Floyd and his death and the aftermath yeah. and the protest. And I will, I, will, I will argue that a lot of what we're witnessing now is folks seeing their children mm -hmm. out there marching, next to their black and brown brothers and sisters mm -hmm. on behalf of social justice. Mm -hmm. Children who have different value sets yes. than their parents. And I think there's a, a, a large subset of parents who witnessed that and it scared the hell out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how do you perpetuate a system mm -hmm. of white supremacy if your children reject it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, to their parents, this means advantage. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is what we know. This is what we're comfortable with. And our children are rejecting this? Well, I, didn't raise we, we, I didn't raise you to reject. No, yeah, no. Yeah. I didn't, I, you know, so we got to get you back in line. Yeah. So you can't learn, you know, all this woke stuff. You, yeah. can't, you can't learn it. And um, they're they talk about indoctrination. One thing you learn about the language of the political right is that it's largely a matter of projection. Mm. What they say is what they're actually doing. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, Trump talking about stuff being rigged and mm -hmm. it's aspirational with him. Mm -hmm. He wants to rig. Mm -hmm. um, when, when they talk about um, indoctrination, indoctrination is exactly what they are attempting to do. Yeah. They are trying to indoctrinate their kids um, to hate or, or be suspicious of the other, mm -hmm. be it a black or brown person, be it um, a, an, a, a, a trans person, mm -hmm. an LGBTQ person, mm -hmm. and they're, they feel like this is not the America we grew up with, and we want our children apparently to desire to turn back the clock so they can experience the America that we experienced rather than moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the great battles of our time, mm -hmm. um, to what extent um, 
Because I think the younger people aren't about it. Yeah, they are. You know, they, are. they, they, you know, they've seen too much. Um, they've and, experienced too much. Yeah, and not and been told a bunch of lies. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah they're. I think they're also going. Yeah, praying that we see some change through this next generation, but they also have to be active leaders. Yeah, as well. So. Yeah, and then you know, there's the the, the threat of climate. Yeah. Existential threat of climate. Yeah. Your parents going to, you know, try to lie about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. your future. Yeah, I mean, is. you know, yeah. you care about your children. Yeah. Yeah. After the monuments, real talk about race, Michael Paul Williams, Kelly Lemon. Um, we once again will be having more professionals, experts come on to talk more about the uh, mental health challenges that are leading to death for some Americans um, because of the, 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 the new vigilantes or people now taking yeah. the law into their hands, but more and so like what, what these mental health cases um, mean and what resources are out there for them in our upcoming episodes. Um, well, do, want, one, do want to, the war on diversity yeah. that we are experiencing, diversity Equity and inclusion. That we are that's gonna be that's gonna be our next topic. We're coming right back with that one next. <laughs> After the Monuments is a Virginia Video Network production and produced by Matt Pacilli, Michael Paul Williams, and me, Kelly Lemon. Technical direction and editing from Bill Barksdale. Executive production from Paul Farrell, Diane Salvatore, and Paige Mudd. Will Royer provides studio support. Our artwork is by Krishna Mathis. I'm Kelly Lemon, and we'll see you next week on After the Monuments. Huge thanks to Massey Cancer Center for being our After the Monuments sponsor.